0: 7 o'clock on the West Coast. 10 a.m. on the East Coast. 3 o'clock in the afternoon in foggy London town. And in New South Wales, it is 12 midnight. In Malaysia, however, it's 1974. I'm Jay Sheldon, and I'm not wearing pants. Thanks to the... uh, Live studio audience, both here in the studio and also you at home. Luna Amethyst, welcome. Yo, what's up? Good to see you. I am so full. Oh my God, I'm so full from dinner. We went to Face to Face Noodle House, which is a, a bit of a franchise, a little mini franchise. There's probably in five, six locations scattered around the Klang Valley. And uh, really good pan me. And my favorite is their one called Creations, I think. It's uh, it's really nice. Get got pork balls in there and fried pork and gravy and, uh, of course, pan mee, and uh, a bunch of good stuff. Uh, but the real reason I go to Face-to-Face Noodle House is for their mango ice cream ice blended drink. Ugh. It is heaven in a cup it is so good I love mango anyway but this is like oh, it is just incredible um, gonna try to do some attempts of DK West oh p- cool excellent um, anyway this this mango is it's it's some sort of it's got mango and then ice cream and ice blended and it's all mixed together and it's really nice I'm very bright there, now I'm more dull, which is more like me. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so we are live, as usual, all three uh, channels on YouTube, and Twitch.tv, JSheldonNoPants, and of course, um, emphasis on attempt... <laughs> Says Luna Amethyst. Um, And of course, uh, Facebook Live, which is I'm Not Wearing Pants. And that's actually what I want to start out with tonight. The idiots at Facebook. I know, I'm on Facebook right now. Calling them idiots, but you are. Um, I actually, when I signed into uh, my I'm Not Wearing Pants account tonight, the last stream, which was Tuesday night, I see this. This little gem. You see the screenshot here. Uh, Let me see if I can actually increase that a little bit. There you go. Check this out. Look at these fools. Your video is partially muted due to a copyright match. No, it's not. Well, yes, it is because I watched it. And in the very beginning in our last stream, I actually did an experiment. I started like a half hour early. And I just had a little, a little picture up here of a little B cam behind the scenes. And uh, so I stuck uh, this camera. Whoa, hey, me not wearing a shirt, even better. Ha! Um, <laughs> now you get a bonus. You get Jay without a shirt and Jay without pants. We put the two together and we'd be a brand new show. Um, <laughs> so I put the, the B cam in the, in the corner. And then I had the standby thing running Hang on, ah, there we're back, okay, that was weird. All right, um, I did however, lose my light, so wow, blast, oh my God, things are going nuts all over the place, yeah, emphasis on attempt, attempt to do a live stream. So, I, I begin most streams by thanking the folks at StreamBeats.com, Harris Heller and the gang at uh, Alpha Gaming and StreamBeats.com, which is where they provide copyright, strike-free music for uh, streamers like me and gamers and, th- and the like. Some great cool tunes there. And in addition to it all being uh, copyright-free, uh, because they the the publisher of his music does not specifically... Uh, do copyright strikes. They they put it out there for free. In addition, he's also sent, and I have downloaded, an agreement, a contract, if you will, between the streamer and he uh, that says you have the right to use the music. So all of the music I play, not one note does not come from streambeats.com. So for whatever reason, your AI or some little troll out there Uh, reported it likely it's your ai screwing up but here's the thing if you click on this this notice here that i got it does not give you the ability to say you're wrong i do have the right to the music and here's my contract it just says your video has been partly muted because it has music that is a copyright match. Well, it isn't a copyright match. You're wrong, Facebook. And here's the real bitch, is that you don't give me the ability to communicate with you to say, you're wrong. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's how I started my night, folks. A full belly, a mango ice cream uh, blended, and a pissed off moment at Facebook. Yeah. What else is new? Um <laughs> and this leads very nicely into the first topic I wanted to talk about tonight, something else that showed up on uh good old Facebook. Uh Adrian Wong uh, posted this and it's a public post. You'll see the little globe in the corner that means that it's it's public. Anyone can see it. There. Now, yeah. um this thing with copyrights, you know, look, I appreciate it. I know so many musical artists. They do hard work. They have an amazing talent. They deserve to get paid. 110% deserve to get paid for what they do. But some of this bull copyright crap has gone over the top and it has to stop. And your AI doesn't work. Proof, the hit that I got, on Facebook, which is not a hit. And I have no way to argue my point. I I did find a place I could write, but I I doubt anybody's actually reading it. We'll see. So this happened. Warner Music Malaysia. Shame on you. Uh, Adrian posted a video of a special needs charity dinner to highlight their work with the autistic special needs children that they're helping. And yes... Their precious music can be heard in the background of the event, but it isn't clear. People are clapping, people are talking. There's ambient noise all over the place. And the video is not about the music. It's about these autistic special needs kids and the great people who are doing everything they can to help them, but who cares, right? Copyright over human rights. Got it. Yeah. And on top of all that. They managed to do this bull crap during what is known as autism awareness month. Hats off to you guys. Warner Brothers Music, Warner music group rights management. Take an action on your video because it may contain music that belongs to them. You ought to be ashamed of yourself, really. And you ought to not let artificial intelligence manage your copyright strikes. Put a human being that hopefully has some sense of human decency in the chair and let them figure out your copyright strikes. And if somebody is stealing your music and benefiting from it in a direct way, then absolutely, by all means, go for it. Sue them, blast them, get them. But in a case like this, shame on you shame on you you should be embarrassed unbelievable so yeah that's uh that's that's my fun night that's how i started things off very good what else we got going on here let's see we can uh, dump that one we can ah oh, okay i always start off with the serious ones And then we move on to the funny and or uplifting ones, because I always like to leave you with something good. But this is not something good. The police, particularly in the U.S., have been under attack. In most, some cases, I'll say not most, well, maybe most, uh, unwarranted attack. And someone, uh, someone, who, who posted this? It's a public post. Neil Donnelly posted this. And uh, it really hit a, uh, it hit a chord. Having been in uh, law enforcement, a rather relatively short career, five years in law enforcement. Um, I was a corrections officer. I was an internal affairs investigation officer, uh, inspector, uh, rather detective with the Monroe County Sheriff's Department. And I want to read this. It's long, but not too bad, and it's meaningful. And need you need to hear it. I've pulled dead, mangled bodies from cars. It's written in the first person. It's not me. I've lied to people as they were dying. I've said you're going to be fine as I held their hand and watched the life fade out. I've held dying babies, bought lunch for people who were mentally ill and hadn't eaten in a while. I've had people try to stab me fought with men trying to shoot me I've been attacked by women when I was arresting their husband who had just severely beaten them I've had towels on I've held towels on bullet wounds done CPR when I knew it wouldn't help just to make the family members feel better I've torn down doors fought in drug houses chased refugees through the woods I've been in high speed car chases Foot chases across an interstate during rush hour traffic. Crashes, been squeezing the trigger about to kill a man when they came to their senses and stopped. Waded through large, angry crowds by myself. Drove like a madman to help a fellow officer. Let little kids who don't have much sit in my patrol car and pretend they're a cop for their birthday. I've taken a lot of people to jail, given many breaks. Prayed for many people I don't even know. Yes, and at times I have been violent when I had to be. I've been kind when I could. I admit I've driven to some dark places and cried by myself when I was overwhelmed. I've missed Christmas and other holidays more than I wanted to. Every cop I know has done all these things and more For lousy pay, exhausting hours, and a short life expectancy. We don't want your pity. I don't even ask for your respect. Just let us do our job without killing us. Thank you, police officers of America. Yeah. I don't need to make a comment about that. It's just that uh, I wanted to share it. The perspective from uh, from one police officer. Uh, we've continued in the U.S. to tear down statues and try and erase history or rewrite history. And uh, this is one that I was going to include last time and then we got too involved in other things I didn't have a chance to so I wanted to share it with you tonight. It's important. History is not there for you to like or dislike. It is there for you to learn from it. And if it offends you, even better. Because then you are less likely to repeat it. It is not yours to erase. History belongs to all of us. Write that one down. Keep it in mind, would you? And uh, one more I questioned whether or not I should include this because as an expat in this country, I am not supposed to get involved in politics. And for the most part, I don't. Uh, I am, even though I pay taxes, pay a lot of taxes. uh, I have lived under the rules and laws of this country for almost 20 years now, obeying all of them and uh under the good graces of the immigration department i am allowed to stay and i appreciate that more than you will ever know so i am not going to make a comment i'm not commenting about this i am however sharing it because there is an artist named fami reza who does satirical artwork Even if you're not in Malaysia, you may know this guy's work because it's appeared around the globe, um, particularly with respect to one of our uh, former prime ministers here. And um, he had come out with a meme and a playlist on Spotify that in Bahasa said jealous. And it... uh, it had to do with something that, uh, the queen had said. I won't get into the muddy details, but he, uh, there was a police report filed against him. He was taken into custody for investigation. And just today, a few hours ago, in fact, he was released. A judge said, they wanted to remand him for like three days. The judge said, no, you only need a day. Um, so they some uh, uh, it's a public post again, so it's available to anyone. And this uh, is Pong Kitek writing this, and it's rather brilliant. People are pointing out the absurdity of a police force that would arrest Fami Reza for uploading a Spotify playlist. But I don't think that's the absurdity. This is not my words; this is Pong's words. What is absurd is the sedition law itself. What is absurd is how this law turns us into the kind of subjects the state wants. Subjects who quietly accept our meek and humble place in the social order, and subjects who turn on each other if someone dares question this social order. For under this law, anything is seditious, and anything can cause citizens to turn on each other, whether a cartoon, a song a Facebook post or even a Spotify playlist. It's just that it takes someone who loves freedom to show us how big a prison Malaysia is and how untouchable those outside are. Someone dreamt of freedom and scratched the word on his prison cell. Someone else reported him to the warden for daring to dream. So they catch the dreamer and they put him in a prison within the prison. That's the absurdity. And that is the fellow that we are talking about. You know, I don't know about Malaysian laws enough to say But in the U.S., I know that we have most counties or states or municipalities have laws against abusing the 911 system. Again, here it's 999. In the U.S., of course, it's 911 for an emergency. If you continue to make calls to 911 that are stupid or useless or you don't need emergency help, you don't need the police, fire, ambulance, and you do that, you can be charged with a crime with abusing the 911 system. If you file a police report that you know is false, I'm not so sure that you know it's absurd or stupid, because, you know, stupid has a lot of levels, but you can be charged with filing a false police report. My question is, and again, I'll tell you right up front, I do not know what the laws are in this country about it. But I'm guessing there must be something. When these little Nazis go running to the police to file police reports about every little thing that offends them. And then usually they posted a a picture on social media holding up their police report they're so proud of. There's got to be a point where somebody says, you know what? Stop doing this. You are wasting the police's time. The police have a lot more important things to do, and I'm sure that most of the police would be much happier out actually investigating or preventing real crimes instead of the bullcrap you people file these stupid reports about. I'm just guessing the police would actually like to be doing police work. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wow. Okay. Enough pontificating for one one night. (laughs) I'm going to try unplugging this camera again. If I disappear, stand by. I'll be right back. I'll be here. There we go. See, I told you I'd be back. Now I'm going to get a light blast. Hold on, light blast! I warned you. There we go. <laughs> okay, let's see. Is cat? No, Cam two is still me shirtless. What the hell? <laughs> I give up. That's just not going to work. But you do get a tasty. Hey, Invis Toby, you made it just in time to see my my. I'm not wearing a shirt. Picture. <laughs> That's what happens, you see? I told you. Oh, man. Okay, Um. what else do we got going on here? Uh. This one. Here we go. Check this out. Okay, switching gears. Off the heavy stuff. No more heavy stuff. We don't need that crap. We've had enough of it. We had a long day. It's a weekend. Push it aside. Statements have been made. Things have been said. Off you go. Check this out. I love this. This is so cool. You know, the Japanese have a thing and I can't remember the name of it now where if they break uh, a piece of pottery or a Chawan, a tea teacup or something, they take great pains and it's an art form to repair it. And they will take gold and put the pieces back together and then outline where the cracks are in gold and fill it with gold. And it's quite beautiful. Um, and it, 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 the theory is that, it, that even though broken, it has a history. And that crack or broken part is a part of the history of the piece. This is brilliant. Look at what someone has done. There's a broken teacup here. You can see the pieces that have been chipped and taken out. And they've taken it and turned it into jewelry. How cool is And look how beautiful that is. Let me see. It doesn't say anything about it. I don't know. It doesn't say anything about it. But uh, I, this is absolutely brilliant. They take. I, I assume they probably smooth the edges, maybe a little sandpaper or something, and then a, a, attach it and put it in, in place of a stone. There's some pendants for a necklace and some rings here. Absolutely amazing. And, you know, let's say you had like your grandma's teacup something that was very precious to her. And unfortunately, something happens and it breaks. Well, what a brilliant way to save that piece of your family history by turning it into pieces of jewelry. I thought that was such a cool, cool idea. Very cool. Nice. Um, to show you that not all uh, the people that surround me are idiots, they're not, this country is filled with millions, millions of brilliant, heartwarming, caring people. And this is just one example of that. Check this out. This is a sign on a laundry here in Malaysia. It says, notice stray dog inside this laundry shop. We are currently saving this innocent dog From the dog catcher since they will be put to sleep or killed if they're caught. We understand that you if you will feel uncomfortable with this situation and you're welcome to go to the other laundry. Thank you. How nice is that? This is a laundry in Puchong. Now it's Grace Chen posted this publicly. Uh, So let me do a translation here. Uh, Putong a Malay fellow laundry shop, let all stray dogs in to avoid the wind rain and the dog catcher. (laughs) So they put this notice up, the one I just read you. uh, And now this fellow has found a vacant space and took all the dogs to move in with them. How sweet is that? Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Such a sweet thing. I saw that. Earlier today, and I thought, man, that's so cool. I got to show you guys. Got to show you guys just how much of a heart some people have. And he's, the owner of this laundry is actually saying, look, we understand you might not be comfortable with these stray dogs who are inside the shop or this one particular dog. And if you are uncomfortable, go to the other laundry. He's turning away business for the sake of the dog, which I thought was, wow. Wow. Hats off to you. Brilliant. And uh, one more thing before we get on to uh, to Peter Pan here. I got to do a little stretch because this doesn't fit. So you're going to have to hang with me while I do an automatic edit on the air. See what happens? This is what happens when Jay does live streams. You get to see what happens as it happens. Hold on. Just going to cut this up. There we go. All right. Good now cool check this video out this warms my heart like you wouldn't believe let me just make it a little bigger here for you you see that you see what that is that's a rainbow that's a beach as far as i'm concerned whether or not you believe in god yeah I have to believe this is likely what heaven looks like. Check this out. There's no sound. There is, but it's just the sound of the beach and the dogs. Look at this. How amazing is that? And what a thrill. Look at that. Rainbow and all, <laughs> woof. Yeah, like I said, that—that's not me crying; it's you crying. I have seriously—I gotta believe that's—that's that's very likely what heaven is. Incredible. Um, wow. Okay, I need a moment. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, yeah. What else have we got? Uh, we've got. Uh, A Saturday night, we have a new live stream coming up on Tuesday. Um, We've had so much going on here that uh, we read through everything I had to share with you, which is stuff I found during the week. And uh, it's time to move on to, ooh, guess what? It's Peter Pan. All right. Hang on, because I know this is going to be the wrong image, so i got to change. There we go. And I think maybe that's just a little too big. So let's just stretch this down. (laughs) But there we go. <laughs> no, get away, get away, get away, get away. It's trying to pop into my space here. Rainbow dogs. Yeah, Invis Toby says rainbow dogs. Yeah, indeed. All right. Um, <clears throat> One more little bit of coffee and then we're going to move on into Peter Pan. We've been cutting up the chapters a little bit because they get really long. They really are very long in this, uh, this book. Our books, by the way, come from the Gutenberg Project. i I got to give them credit. They don't pay me for this. I just really feel obligated because they they offer up these books free of charge. They're in the public domain. They're copyright free. You hear that, Facebook? They're copyright free. And gutenberg.org is where you can find these books. And as you know what happened in our first half of the last chapter four, uh, they were flying through the night heading to Never Never Land, And as we ended our read, they had just seen Neverland open up before them. And here we go. Wendy and John and Michael stood on tiptoe in the air to get their first sight of the island. Strange to say, they all recognized it at once. And until fear fell upon them, they hailed it, not as something long dreamt of and seen at last but as a familiar friend to whom they were returning home for the holidays. John, there's the lagoon. Wendy, look at all the turtles burying their eggs in the sand. I say, John, I see your flamingo with the broken leg. Look, Michael, there's your cave. John, what's that in the brushwood? It's a wolf with her whelps, Wendy. I do believe that's your little whelp. There's my boat, John, with her side stoved in. Uh, no, it isn't. Why, we burned your boat. That's her, at any rate. I say, John, I, I see the smoke of the Redskin camp. Where? Show me, and I'll tell you, by the way the smoke curls, whether they're on the war path. There, just across the mysterious river. Oh, I see now. Yes, they are on the war path, right enough. Peter was a little annoyed at them for knowing so much. But if he wanted to lord it over them as his triumph was at hand, for I have not told you that anon fear fell upon them. It came as the arrows went, leaving the island in gloom. In the old days at home, the Neverland had always begun to look a little dark and threatening by bedtime. Then unexplored patches arose on it and spread. Black shadows moved about in them. The roar of the beasts of prey was quite different now. And above all, you lost the certainty that you would win. You were quite glad that the night lights were on. You even liked Nana to say that this was just the mantelpiece over here and that Neverland was all just make-believe." Of course, the Neverland had been make-believe in those days, but it was real now, and there were no night lights, and it was getting darker every moment. And where was Nana? They'd been flying apart, but they huddled closer to Peter now. His careless manner had gone at last, his eyes were sparkling, and a tingle went through them every time they touched his body. They were now over the fearsome island, flying so low that sometimes a tree grazed their feet. Nothing horrid was visible in the air, yet their progress had become slow and labored, exactly as if they were pushing their way through hostile forces. Sometimes they hung in the air until Peter had beaten on it with his fists. "'They don't want us to land,' he explained. "'Who are they?' wendy whispered shuddering but he could not or would not say tinkerbell had been asleep on his shoulder but now he awakened her and sent her on in front sometimes he poised himself in the air listening intently with his hand to his ear and again he would stare down with his eyes so bright they seemed to bore two holes into the earth having done these things he went on again his courage was almost appalling would you like an adventure now he said casually to john or would you like to have your tea first wendy said tea first quickly and michael pressed her hand in gratitude but the braver john hesitated what kind of adventure he asked cautiously "'There's a pirate asleep in the pompous "'just beneath us,' Peter told him. "'If you like, we'll go down and kill him.' Mm, "'I don't see him,' John said after a long pause. Oh, I do. "'Suppose,' John said a little huskily, "'we were to wake him up.' "'Peter spoke indignantly. "'You don't think I would kill him while he was sleeping?' I would wake him up first and then kill him. That's the way I always do. I say, do you kill many? Tons! John said, how ripping! But decided to have tea first. He asked if there were many pirates on the island just now, and Peter said he had never known so many. Who is captain now? Hook, answered Peter and his face became very stern as he said that hated word. Jazz. Hook? Aye. Then, indeed, Michael began to cry, and even John could speak in gulps. Only for they knew Hook's reputation. He was Blackbeard's bosun, John whispered huskily. He is the worst of them all and he is the only man of whom barbecue was afraid. "'That's him,' said Peter. "'What is he like? Is he big?' "'Oh, he's not so big as he was.' "'How do you mean?' Mm, "'I cut off a bit of him.' "'You?' "'Yes, me,' said Peter sharply. "'I wasn't meaning to be disrespectful.' "'Oh, all right. But I say—' what bit his right hand then he can't fight now oh can't he just left-hander he has an iron hook instead of a right hand and he claws with it claws i say john said peter yes say aye aye sir aye aye sir There is one thing, Peter continued, that every boy who serves under me has to promise, and so you must. John paled. It is this. If we meet Hook in open fight, you must leave him to me. I promise, John said loyally. For the moment they were feeling less eerie. "'because Tink was flying with them, "'and in her light they could distinguish each other. "'Unfortunately, she couldn't fly so low as they, "'so she had to go round and round them in a circle "'in which they moved as in a halo. "'Wendy quite liked it until Peter pointed out the drawbacks. "'She tells me,' he said, "'that the pirates sighted us before the darkness came "'and got long torn out, long Tom out. "'The big gun?' "'Yes, and of course they must see her light, "'and if they guess we are near it, "'they are sure to let fly. "'Wendy, John, Michael! "'Tell her to go away at once, Peter,' "'the three cried simultaneously, but he refused. "'She thinks we have lost the way,' he replied stiffly, "'and she is rather frightened. "'You don't think I would send her away all by herself "'when she's frightened?' Well, for the moment the circle of light was broken, and something gave Peter a loving little pinch. Then tell her, Wendy begged, to put out her light. She can't put it out. That is about the only thing fairies can't do. It just goes out by itself whenever she falls asleep, same as the stars. Then tell her to sleep at once, John almost ordered. She can't sleep except when she's sleepy. "'It's the only other thing fairies can't do.' "'Seems to me,' growled John, "'there are the only two things worth doing.' "'Here he got a pinch, but not a loving one. "'If only one of us had a pocket,' Peter said. "'We could carry her in it. "'However, they had set off in such a hurry "'that there was not a pocket among the four of them. "'He had a happy idea. "'John's hat!' Tink agreed to travel by hat if it was carried in the hand. John carried it, though she had hoped to be carried by Peter. Presently Wendy took the hat because John said it struck against his knee as he flew, and this, as we shall see, led to mischief, for Tinkerbell hated to be under an obligation to Wendy. In the black topper the light was completely hidden, and they flew on in silence. It was the stillest silence they had ever known, broken only once by a distant lapping, which Peter explained was the wild beasts drinking at the ford, and again by a rasping sound that might have been the branches of trees rubbing together. But he said it was the redskins sharpening their knives. Even these noises ceased, To Michael, the loneliness was dreadful. If only something would make a sound, he cried. And, as if in answer to his request, the air was rent by the most tremendous crash he'd ever heard. The pirates had fired Long Tom at them. The roar of it echoed through the mountains, and the echoes seemed to cry savagely. Where are they? Where are they? Where are they? "'Thus sharply did the terrified three learn the difference "'between an island of make-believe "'and that same island come true.' "'When at last the heavens were steady again, "'John and Michael found themselves alone in the darkness. "'John was treading the air mechanically, "'and Michael, without knowing how to float, was floating. "'Are you shot?' John whispered tremendously. I haven't tried yet, Michael whispered back. We know now that no one had been hit. Peter, however, had been carried by the wind of the shot far out to sea, while Wendy was blown upwards with no companion but Tinkerbell. It would have been well for Wendy if at that moment she had dropped the hat. I don't know whether the idea came suddenly to Tink or whether she had planned it that way, but she at once popped out of the hat and began to lure Wendy to her destruction. Tink was not all bad, or rather, she was all bad just now, but on the other hand, sometimes she was all good. Fairies have to be one thing or the other, because being so small, they unfortunately have room for only one feeling at a time. They are, however, allowed to change, only it must be a complete change. And at present, she was full of jealousy of Wendy. What she said in her lovely tinkle, Wendy could not, of course, understand. And I believe some of it was bad words. But it sounded kind, and she flew back and forward, and plainly meaning, follow me, and all will be well. What else could poor Wendy do? She called to Peter and John and Michael and got only mocking echoes in reply. She did not yet know that Tink hated her with the fierce hatred of a very woman. And so bewildered and now staggering in her flight, she followed Tink to her doom. And that's the end of chapter four. Chapter 5 will come up next time on uh, Tuesday night. Chapter 5 is called The Island Come True. Wow. <laughs> Dang. So much drama. My goodness. All right, folks. Uh, that's it. We're done. We're out of here. I uh, thank you very much for the uh, like and share. We've got a new subscriber over on uh, over on uh, Twitch.tv. Uh, Thank you very much, uh, Amir, for that uh, follow. Appreciate that. And um, wherever you may be, uh, Facebook Live, I'm Not Wearing Pants, Jay Sheldon's YouTube channel, of course, and Twitch.tv, Jay Sheldon, No Pants. Um, We will also be adding, not immediately, but in the very near future, a fourth outlet. Sue Doodle! Yeah, such drama, you're right. (laughs) It sure is. Um, Peter Pan uh, as a book, a little different from the film, but a lot more drama and down to earth, uh, gritty. Gritty is a good word. It's a lot more gritty than the movie. Of course, you know, anytime they make a movie, especially something for kids, and it's all bubbles and. Mm, but I, I love the books. They're so much different than, than the way they cleaned it up for, for, for the screen. Um, yeah, lots of drama in, uh, in one chapter, <laughs> indeed. Um, we'll continue that on Tuesday night on our next stream. So anyway, I was saying we've got a brand new outlet, a brand new place. You can see us and a whole new audience coming up. It is on another platform and we will be adding that fourth stream, uh, to the live stream in the not too distant future. I, I, I won't say where yet. You stay tuned and you'll find out. It'll be fun. All right, guys, that's it. Thanks so much. Like, subscribe, share, uh, spread the word around. If you want to send me an email, it's nopants at jsheldon.com. And uh, you want to help out the stream, you can punch that or up here or down there on Facebook, you'll see a link. And on the twitch.tv page, you'll also see a link to uh, make a donation. If you like, no obligation. I do this for the fun. When it stops being fun, I'll stop doing it. (laughs) That's it, guys. Thanks so much. We'll see you again on Tuesday night. I'm Jay Sheldon, and I'm not wearing pants. Good night.